Ireland, Antigua, Armenia, Australia, Belgium, Brazil, Chechnya, Hungary, Ireland, Japan, Latvia, Mexico, Nigeria, Philippines, Russia, Slovenia, South Africa, United States. Citizens from around the world, the planet is once again listening to the technology show for Generation E. McWilliam Cyberline coming at you around the world via the internet, coast to coast by satellite on the USA Radio Network. I hope that I did not bleed across the. Can you hear me? Now I can. Okay. I can barely hear me. Okay, he says I'm fine. Good. Sorry, I was talking to Video Bob about some show prep, and hopefully that didn't go over. Okay, he said no. So anyway, hello, Video hey. Bob. <laughs> We're back again. Hey, good to meet you. Same here. It's been a while, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has, hasn't it? Between storms and tornadoes and everything. I'm telling you, a lot of stuff's been going on. And then all of a sudden, God's hand come down across cloud 10 and said, none shall pass. Oh, no but kidding. And then we had hail and rain and everything just to get here. It was it was definitely a swim. Oh, my goodness, gosh. Well, first off, speaking of none shall pass and the hand of God and everything else. Yes. Uh, we got to give a shout out to Doc Bryce, program director extraordinaire of our flagship uh, 92... One KBEU ninety two, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and Doc's a little under the weather. He had a uh, mild, I guess you would call it a pulmonary. Ooh, um, what do they call it? Silly thing. So I, it's funny. I had it uh, embolism, pulmonary embolism. It was kind of on the thing there. Oh boy! But anyway, uh, he's he's out resting comfortably. And just want to give a shout-out to him, as uh, happened a couple days ago. And uh, any of you there noticed that Mick Williams popped into uh, Doc Bryce's page and told you that he was on assignment, and uh, that's what was going on. So yeah. I just want to let him know to get well soon, because we need you over there, and uh, keep it going. Yeah, so, pray, pray for speedy recovery. Uh, I know a lot of people have been uh, giving me crap about the channel repack. And, and find it quite boring. I'm sorry, what is a channel repack? Well, first off, for those people who think it's quite boring, and like, Mick, you always talk about the channel repack. It's so boring. Well, guess what? Starting this month... Uh -huh. uh, if is, start... is there anything like a channel six-pack? No. No? Channel six-pack tastes much better than channel uh, repack. Okay. But the key thing is, if you think it's so boring, you're going to love it when you start turning around to your channels on your TV antenna and you find none of them. What do you mean? Well, here's the deal. Uh, as you know, and oh, gosh, we're not going to be here next week due to the race, but next week will be the 10th anniversary since we cut off all the analog transmitters. And went oh, that, that was a good anniversary. It yeah. took long enough. Wish we'd be here to celebrate it next week, but you oh, know. I tell calls. you, you remember the listeners out there that remember the day because we, uh, we were getting – the over-the-air broadcast, and I'm sitting there going, this HD is phenomenal, it's awesome, oh, yeah. it's fantastic. And, and it was the last time, because you remember when people 
the the transmitters used to go off at night at one time. It wasn't twenty four seven all the time. Uh-huh. And about midnight, twelve thirty, maybe one o'clock tops. You know, you do your whole. This is station so and so. Effective radiated power. Play the national anthem. Throw up color bars. Mm-hmm. They actually all of them went silent. They played the national anthem at the end. Yeah, and it was the strangest thing because you're looking at these videos they used to play in the seventies, and they got to be like. 40, 50 years old now. <laughs> it's a wonder they still had them. So that was kind of neat. So when the digital repack happened, or not the repack, but the, the digital transition, yeah. channels 2 through 13, VHF went away. And uh-huh. we all got moved up to UHF, right. which is 14, at that time, 14 to 69. Yeah, basically, I mean, for, for those of y'all that, I mean, if you didn't catch what Mick was saying a second ago, I mean, it's all about the broadcast channels that are going over the air right now. All these high-def right. channels. They they work one way to where you see the channels that we all know and love, but the frequencies that actually um, are used to send those over, they're not uh, they they don't match up with the uh, the numbers that are that are there. So what'll end up happening is on these repacks is they switch the frequencies around, and one channel will all of a sudden become another channel. So until until you rescan. Right. And when they got rid of 2 through 13, that went off to AT&T, and they're going to do some kind of high-speed Internet over Wi-Fi and whatever. And so the government has sold and auctioned off more frequency spectrum to go to high-speed Internet over mobile phones and stuff. And so they cut uh, some channels, I think, from about 30 to 69. That whole section is gone. So all of the stations that had those frequencies, they have to move down. Mm-hmm. Below channel thirty, right. So now fourteen through thirty, you got to take all these television stations and squeeze them into this, this small space, and that means having to change frequencies. And like you said, when you go look at your regular channel and it's dark, woo, where'd your channel go? It is so amazing. So when you scan, it finds it. It is amazing this ATSC technology that they've got that can actually. Uh, handle all these different frequencies and do this. Yeah, I couldn't have done it under analog. You literally right. would have to go out and rip out transmitters and put all new transmitters mm-hmm. in. And of course, you know, even I think when a year ago, Channel Five here was one of the first ones because the T-Mobile bought that spectrum, and there was 300 PBS stations that were affected. So T-Mobile worked with them to gradually get them to move. But everybody else, they said, "Get off my lawn!" And so all yep. the NBC stations had to split last May. And Channel 5, I think, was like on Channel 42. And so they moved it from RF 42 down below 30. But still, when you look at your station, it still says 5.1. And that's part of the the PSP thing that it does. So so just just to tell you out there, uh, I I was a cord cutter for a long time. I I cut the cord, cut the cable. You were cord cutting before cord cutting was cool. Yeah, I was. The because uh, I got tired of paying. Uh, it it wasn't the. Uh, it was always the equipment prices that really just galled me on, on getting cable. And it was like I don't mind paying the cable. I get it. I'm paying for that. But I didn't like the cable and the equipment prices at the same time. And then they had the magic of HD come out, over the air. And I was like going, hey, this is fantastic. For for those of you that don't do it, I mean, you can get fantastic HD quality shows just over the air. It's the law. It's the way it all works. You get broadcast television 
And people don't, you know, a lot of people don't realize it because cable's been so prevalent. All this stuff's been so prevalent for so long. And speaking of that, we need to make a caveat. If you're watching your TV normally on cable or satellite, this does not apply to you. Yeah. If you are a cord cutter or a person said, I'm not getting cable or satellite, I'm going to go out and buy an antenna and put it on my TV and I get all this high-definition channels and stuff, then this is you. This mm-hmm. is where you need to be. But for you, those of you that ever do want to consider cutting cutting cable, yeah. uh, cutting the cord, what you'll do is what you'll find, at least this is what happened with us. We found that half the shows that we watched um, on cable TV at the time, and I recorded, half of them were on the cable side. To where if I cut the cord, I wouldn't go. I wasn't going to get them anymore. Right. The other half, though, they were there and available. They, uh, I could, I could download. I mean, uh, I bought a uh, uh, Channel Master right. DVR at the time, and it does a fantastic job of recording all of the over-the-air stuff. Um, and, and it's you know perfectly legal, perfectly fine. It's not anything wrong with it at all. It's just you know you're doing it. Uh, free without cable, and you can record ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, um, all of the over-the-air broadcast signals, and you can time shift and watch them later, and that's all I did. I've got the $49 uh, HDTV adapter box from RCA that we've talked about numerous Uh, times, mm -hmm. and it has a built-in DVR uh, software in it. You just have to add a hard drive to it. So I've been using that to record stuff off the antenna, and my $400 unit is back at the main house. But anyway, the key thing is, is starting this month, this stuff is really going to start getting on the crazy train. So you've got to go to tvanswers.org. That's the place you'll find out on, you know, what's going to happen, when is this going to happen to me. It's spread out amongst the months. There's some going in June. There'll be more in July. And as the months go, in different markets, people are going to be rescanning. So when you go there, you'll put in your zip code. And when you tell it your zip code, it'll show you all your local channels in the area, and it tells you down at the bottom when they're scanning. Here in Dallas, there was, I think, one today, but it was one of the lower-end ones, like America, Azteca, America, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But as you start getting into next week, there's going to be three channels that are going to be gone. And you'll have to rescan. Oh, which ones? Uh, 27 Telemundo and I think Fox 4. Oh, okay. 427 and Telemundo are going to... Yeah, so a broadcast channel. Yeah, are going to be packing up and moving down. Now, why do they call it the repack? Well, you're getting all packed into this now narrow space, but you're also going to see some other things happen. Uh, You're going to see a lot of the stations that were up in those bands, they're going to get packed into those dots. Uh, Case in point, in Cleveland, WUAB Channel 43 just celebrated their 50th anniversary as being an independent UHF station. Well, they turned in their license because you have a point. You either repack or, if you don't want to do it, you turn in your license and shut down and you get money out of that uh, auction that they had when they sold everything off to the TV, uh, to the telephone people. Gee, how much did you get? A couple million. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So now they're taking that station and they're going to put it on a dot channel on the back end of their sister station, Channel 19. Mm-hmm. Now, the weirdest one that blew my mind is WNBC, Channel 4, in New York, New York. The flagship for the NBC network 
which was also one of the very first transmitting television stations back when they had the funky little call letters like XV28U and stuff like that in black and white. They were one of the first testers of television. Uh-huh. They are shutting down their transmitter, really? turning in the license, and putting themselves as a dot on the back end of their Telemundo sister station. All these years, 75, close to 80 years that WNBC has been on air, gone. Wow. They're going to just take it so and are we, it on a dot. Are we looking at the broadcast networks having, uh, you know, Issues? Is this just the only one, or is this... Well, there... a lot of them are shifting, and, and some of the ones, like there's educational stations that turned in. There was one in New York, was at a college, been on since 1955. They turned in their license. The ones that really had an issue is PBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a translator, I should say was, between Colleen and Waco, and they translated the station in Austin. So if you didn't have cable or satellite, you pick up this low-power station and you'd watch their Austin station to clean and wake up. It costs too much money to move it, plus the government does have a subsidy to help you do it, but with government red tape and everything, they have to pay for it first, then wait for the check from the government to reimburse them. And you know how the government is about reimbursing the checks. Right. So they decided, well, we're just going to forget the transmitter, shut it down, and so now if you're in Colleen or Waco, You've got to have cable or satellite in order to watch PBS. You know, it's interesting, really, when it comes down, because you're you're wondering if this marks a, you know, I don't want to say an end to broadcast television, but it does it mark a change in the way, because we do have a ton of um, other original content that's out there. Oh, yeah. The question is, how long will we have free-to-air TV after this? All right. We listen to Mick Williams, I'll be right back. Today is the deadline for TV stations to make the switch to a digital signal. Here at ABC7, we will be making the transition in one hour. Hello, I'm Leslie Sykes. And I'm Philip Palmer. We are in countdown mode in just over one minute. It will be the end of an era for television. ABC7 is going digital. Now, most people in Southern California will not see any difference. What you will see right now is this countdown that you see in our screen here. We're 53 seconds away now from making the switch. If you have cable or satellite, you don't have to change a thing. This will be very anticlimactic. You'll just see it change. Uh, you'll just continue to watch TV. If you get your signal over the air, though, with a new TV or converter box, you will have uh, to rescan once the transition happens. And we've seen Carlos Granda reporting that uh, those boxes are just flying off of store shelves. People are in there trying to get them and uh, trying to hook them up. We showed you with uh, Rick Romero how you could do that. Um, there are several places that you can get help with the switch. The Chinatown Public Library will be open until 6 o'clock tonight. The Radio Shack uh, on Cesar Chavez open 2 to 6. Also at Kmart and the Carson Town Center. It'll be open today. A lot of help you can get. Five seconds from the switch. Enjoy watching new television and digital. Now I'd like to thank KABC uh, Los Angeles for that one. That's uh, what happened to many stations 10 years ago. 
And uh, they lied a little bit about that. You know, they said, well, if you're watching cable or satellite, nothing will happen to you. Liars, liars, liars. Because oh. <laughs> let me tell you what happened in Dallas. We had Channel 8, which is a regular RF. Uh-huh. And at that time, Channel 8 and Channel 52 had an LMA agreement. So you had 52 on 52 and Channel 8 at Channel 8. And they were supposed to move Channel 52 down to VHF Channel 9. So uh, at that time, they 8 was analog and 9 was their digital signal. Right. So they moved okay. it from 9 to 8, brought 52 down. And the coolest thing that happened at Channel 8, they had engineers that had worked at Channel 8 for years. Some of them were there, some of them left, and a lot of them left that were retired. And they all came back to the Dallas studios and were there to flip the switch when they went from analog to digital. And it was an amazing scene. I've got it recorded uh, when they were signing off. But if you were watching it on cable or satellite, you had Channel 8 there, and then all of a sudden, Channel 8 went away. And then the dish people, the computers went, oh, wait a minute. And they put up a pink screen. And then when 52 did it at the same time, 52 went away. And went to a pink screen because they have this thing like, oh, sorry, we've lost the signal. It's not your fault. It's ours. And it's like, oh, didn't think these guys might move, and you had to go <laughs> move to go get them. Oops. Yeah. But pretty much, I don't know if anybody else had that problem in the markets, but if they moved and stayed in the VHF area, and that's another thing I don't understand. The whole point of them was moving to UHF, but these some of these stations – we're able to stay down there and still there. And I guess eventually when AT&T comes in and says, okay, guys, we're ready to use, move off. Right. So know. what time did they switch? They switched at 12 noon uh, across the board in every market, in every time zone, it hit at 12 noon. Wow. And that gave them time to see the eastern seaboard and go, oh, yeah, that was real smooth. Or, ha, ha. Oops. And then go to <laughs> Central and Pacific's just going, Okay, who's going to screw up? we got three hours to figure oh, this sure. out. Oh, sure. And then, and then the East Coast, they're sitting there going, oh, you're going to make fun of us. Huh? Right. Well, well, we're watching you right now. And there were crawls down at the bottom telling you it was coming up and all of this stuff. And a lot of them played the national anthem at the end. Did uh-huh. their little placard of, yeah. you know, you're watching the station, effective radiated power. And one of the things they didn't realize, uh, they all thought, well, I'm running digital now. I don't have to put out as much power. So when we come back, we'll tell you what happened to some of the stations that the engineers kind of scratched their heads and had to go into red alert mode. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. So you listen to Mick Williams Cyberline. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 